2: Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care.
2: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash
0: awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed.
1: the center of the galaxy this is the force center podcast feed i'm ken Napsuk for another edition of force center the big show the main show the superstar destroyer of our fleet the player one of our battlefront 2 campaign we are here in a tv spot world and i'm joined by joseph
2: scrimshaw and jennifer landa happy to be here only partially awake i got three hours <laughs> of sleep from really? playing battlefront 2 all night. That's the way you do yeah. it.
0: Wow. It's been
2: a long time, but I had to get out know, I was like, wow. yeah, like yeah, I, I went. I went uh, to bed, and my wife was like, is it morning? I was like, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> the
1: monster has awakened. Oh. <laughs> Completely worth it, though. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Jennifer, you are uh, untouched by Battlefront Two so far.
0: So far, but you guys are making it so tempting. I can see the screen behind yeah, you, Ken. Yeah, that's almost.
1: Yeah, I should probably... Uh, Nah, uh, leave nah. it no, we'll leave, no it leave it up will it, leave it Yeah, I got Battlefront 2 over the weekend After the day and a half download Whatever it was Yeah, yeah played Yeah, I, I got the glassy-eyed Glassy-eyed look <laughs> So a lot of people are tweeting us um, when we have completed the story, all three of us, we can break into what that means. It's great. I love the single-player cl- campaign. I'm having fun online, but I really uh, the single-player, Joseph, is kind of why we bought the admission ticket.
2: Absolutely. I bought a PlayStation 4 so I could play the story, and it is not disappointing me. It's so that's, awesome. Mm. I mean, that's saying a lot cause I That's yeah. a big purchase. I it told is. my wife the, the whole story up to what I've played so far. Right. And normally, you know, any normal person, when related the Story, the narrative tale of a video game. Yeah. might get a little glassy-eyed. But Sarah was like, <laughs> they did what? And what happens next? And who was there? Yeah. yeah, it's really engaging.
1: It's good. It's really good. The action's good. I know there's a lot of controversy for the game. We're going to talk about that here in a bit. But we're having fun now. And uh, in a uh, Thanksgiving week here, Life Day celebrations are behind us. Uh, do, Jennifer, have you ever done like a Star Wars Thanksgiving
0: No, but that sounds delightful. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw Just Jen on uh, StarWars.com. She did a porgkin pie. So a pumpkin pie with a bunch of porgs on top. That's my kind of Thanksgiving. Well,
2: that just just (laughs) creates controversy about porg meat. I don't know about that. Yeah, that is weird uh, to just... You can make anything pork related by sprinkling porks on top, right? You can be like, look, look at my pork pants. I glued some yeah. porks to them. Uh,
0: they're amazing. They're made yeah. out of dough. I don't know. Only just Jen can could make that. Could do, yeah. yeah, could yeah. do
1: that. That uh, sounds good. Just of any kind of special Thanksgiving plan this year. Ah, uh, yeah, Star we,
2: Wars themed. I think it's going to be accidentally Star Wars themed, is yeah. is because I don't think I am going to be done playing Battlefront. We uh, to mm. have Thanksgiving with some friends who live in our yeah. in our apartment building, and then I think maybe some Battlefront might happen. Some nice. This is this is good space murder for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm I'm heading out of town, and I'm very glad. I'm, I'm very glad I, I I have a relationship this year, but I'm especially glad because I would be one of those. He died after 50 hours of playing video games and not leaving the couch because I can already tell. I got. Uh, I'm like you. I'm not a, just. I'm not a super gamer, Jen. You're not a super gamer, no. right? Um, but I do those binge, binges. Yep. Yep. And this
2: is one of them. Beautiful, powerful yeah. binge.
1: As we race towards the last Jedi, uh, we have uh, got just a few weeks left for the big release, and a lot of news starting to drip on out. Actually, it's just pouring out of that faucet. A <laughs> yeah. uh, lot to talk about. So that's going to be the focus here, as well as a look at Rebels, uh, Star Wars Rebels racing towards it finish Finished up its first half of the season, and uh, we're going to talk about that as well. So, without further ado, Jennifer Landa, what is the news?
0: Well, let's talk about Battlefront Two. Since we're on the topic, it all started a month ago when <laughs> EA said that Battlefront Two would have a loot box system. So, on top of the sixty dollars to eighty dollar price tag for the game, you could purchase crates, as they're called, at home and contain it that would contain a random reward. Now, some rewards are helpful, like being able to run faster. But some rewards are less effective, like making your character dance, which might make <laughs> you want to buy more rewards. So you can end up spending a lot of money. Um, so that was a little bit controversial. But the biggest controversy was that fans were upset that if you, if you didn't want to spend money, You could earn fake game money by playing matches against other players, but that would take hundreds of hours. So, in essence, that kind of imbalanced the game for uh, favor of paying players, basically. Mm -hmm. So, the fans took to Reddit. Uh, There was a huge thread, angry mob. Uprising. And EA actually took notice, Mm. and they have temporarily removed the in game purchases. Now, I found it to be surprising. That they did that so quickly. Were you guys surprised that they removed all the in game? It's just temporary. So.
2: But you know, no. I was happy, but I wasn't surprised. Yeah, uh, ultimately, yeah. because it does seem like there's some like uh, legal and moral issues swirling around. Like, should we call this gambling? Right. Yes. Is this gambling, and should it be legislated that way uh, <laughs> and discussed that way? Uh, which I won't. I'm not enough of a modern gamer to have a super strong opinion about that. Other right. than I know I have problems. Right. Uh, right. But besides that, the pressure from all of the other people involved. This isn't just EA's awesome game. Yeah. This is an Overwatch that is, like, its own brand. Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to hurt anything else that's attached to the brand of Star Wars right. by having, he- like, come see The Last Jedi if you're not too busy gambling <laughs> with your children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because of Star Wars, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, it sound, that that rumor that uh, I choose to believe is true in my head, Ken, and that Bob Iger got wind of this and was like, F- uh, fix it. Yep. <laughs> tell you to fix it yeah. um that, that that was you know part of uh the quick turnaround i think that would make some sense if that was true but yeah you know you know there's the internet's a it's a weird thing and sometimes we get justice and sometimes it's just uh, a, a garbage fire <laughs> and uh, this somehow c- was in the middle at times uh, i tried to talk about this on jedi council when i was, like i i totally respect anyone who had a problem with this i i didn't because i just i just Knew I wasn't going to focus on the gambling uh, side of it, if if you will, or the loot crate side. I just go play until I get killed by a twelve year old who's uh, (laughs) blasted me with his thirty second level rifle, and three seconds, yeah, yeah, and mine is uh, a level two rifle, whatever. (laughs) Like I'll I'll deal with it. Um, But I understood it upset a lot of people, so I guess in the end, I am glad they corrected it, and, and we, I can enjoy this game.
0: Yeah, you know, I agree. I agree. I was surprised. I was just like, eh, it's just the way that it is. This is the way that, that video games are yeah, nowadays. Yeah. And as an old school gamer, I'm like, well, I just guess, I guess, I have to get used to this. Yeah. But I can understand. I agree. I believe Bob Iger was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no yeah, yeah. negative controversy. uh uh-uh. not right. For- <laughs> Bob
2: does not alter the deal further. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Not when we're so close to the last Jedi. And speaking of which, right? There are so many TV spots now. It is. It's tough to keep track. But, yeah, yeah it'll go, please, yeah. please, get No, no,
1: I don't know if I've seen all of them because there's so many no, of
0: them. there are. Well, there's one in particular that I liked, uh, which is where we hear Carrie Fisher finally speak. Right. Granted, it was only two words, uh, but the clip has Poe Dameron asking General Leia, permission to jump into next wing and blow something up? And Leia says, permission granted. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Did this this clip spoil anything for you guys? Hearing her speak as opposed to in the theater in that moment, or was you just excited?
1: It it didn't spoil spoil plot necessarily, but I, I talked about this on Spotlight Stars recently. Like, the TV spots Force Awakens was where I first saw the Falcon going through the trees. And I wish I'd seen that on screen first. So because they seem to have made this decision to not have Carrie speak in the big trailers... To hear her speak here, I was like, I was willing and ready to wait. so I was yeah okay, not plot spoiled, but like moment spoiled. Yeah, exactly. we're
2: getting flavor spoiled. Like yeah. I think they're doing a good job of protecting the big twists of the plot, right as much as they haven't already made us connect the dots. but right. there're definitely a lot of flavor moments going away. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: It's been hard. I think that there was even a spot with Benicio del Toro as DJ yeah. floating around. I have not seen. I, that. I saw that
1: today. It was oh, an you did? international TV spot. Oh, uh, okay, I want to. I want to say uh, from Spain, but I, I saw it. It was weird. I saw it on a website which ran to a, a Twitter link, which was shot off a of TV.
0: Oh, so okay. uh, <laughs> but yes, it is. It is though
1: DJ uh, Benicio del Toro. In that is uh, un- undercover or what we think is undercover from that one shot that got released with, uh, but it's no no Finn or Rose. It's just him, in it and he turns he's, his head around. Yeah, doesn't have a loot
2: crate. He's not dancing. No loot
1: crate. No dancing. <laughs> no anything of like that. But yeah, so that and then um, it was. Uh, you know, the the, the, the Poe X-Wing move uh, was cool. It was like, I want to see that on the big screen. And then, Joseph, this this Luke dialogue. Yeah. Shut up, Luke.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was saying off the air, I never thought I would think, shut up, Luke Skywalker. But it's it's not At Luke's fault. Yeah, It's, it's not, Disney. It's, it's Disney. Disney. Yeah, And I, in case anybody doesn't want to hear it, I'm not going to repeat it. I wish yeah. I hadn't seen that one. It's, that one is bordering on going away from flavor to an uh, in incident mm-hmm. that is happening. Yes. Yeah. Communicating an incident. Yes. I think the thing that's driving me nuts with like, uh, the Carrie Fisher one, again, like that's, I would have liked that in the main trailer or some pomp and circumstance, but just random television ad, like yeah. you were watching, you know, young Sheldon and then suddenly <laughs> you see this. That's bullshit. Right. Uh, but right. it's, it, it, what drives me nuts is I don't understand, like DJ in an in international market, great. Right. You're mm-hmm. trying to show people some some diversity yeah, mm-hmm. or something that might appeal to different cultures, fine. Yeah. But like, I don't get the, what demographic are you shooting for by these more, more flavor moments? Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. The people who care, us, don't need them. And the people who don't, don't know that they're seeing something new. It's like, hey, there's uh, Luke again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was so surprised about. Like, who are these trailers for at this point? If they're for the general public, like, eh, just repackage what we've already seen in the bigger trailers. They'll go see it. But, like, these big moments, that to me with the Luke and Ray thing, I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Don't go there, guys. Because
1: you can start putting that sequence, what we believe is the first act of the movie or whatever, at least their storyline, you can start putting stuff together. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go in here and breaking it down, but you you can look at that, oh, oh, that, oh, that leads to that and that, and that's where we start, as fans, getting a little grumpy, but this is probably just par for the course for marketing machines nowadays. Mm -hmm. And remember, Ryan Johnson did Ward Us before the first full trailer, a lot more coming, turn your TVs off. Be careful. Yeah, three more weeks of
2: this.
0: He was not kidding. Well, another Last Jedi character that is highly anticipated is Rose Tico, played by Kelly Marie Tran. BuzzFeed actually did a great interview with Tran, who talked about how it took years to get an agent, how her parents left Vietnam so their children could one day have the opportunity to pursue their dreams. She also said that even though she's (laughs) she's a huge Harry Potter nerd, prior to landing uh, the part of Rose, she had never seen a Star Wars film. Oh, wow. So that actually helped when she went to do the whole auditioning process because yes it was a huge film and she was excited to be a Mm -hmm. part of it potentially but she didn't have that kind of same like fan freak out that i think the rest of us would have had yeah yeah. um but i just wanted to share this piece of news because what i love is that we're seeing this this young woman who is a part of the star wars universe and she is just so dang likable she really is she's so authentic and real and that's so Refreshing, yeah, you know, uh, and it seems like the fans are really gravitating towards her. Yeah, as well.
2: I think that you know, the whole interview is really worth uh, reading because to me it was one of those moments where uh, some of the uh, majesty of Star Wars, this epic fantasy tale, has these, such rhythms with real life.
0: Mm-hmm. Where what, what she's
2: talking about is this, like, well, I, I had this fateful thing happen, and I stepped up the plate, <laughs> and like, he went to five auditions. Yeah. And she knew it was for uh, probably for Star Wars. Yeah. Right. So the amount of stress and the amount of, like, metal it takes to show up and do a good job through five auditions for something that is then going to change your life. Mm-mm. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like this is just, like, two splitting paths, right? Yeah. And then just, I find myself thinking, that like, she's really aware of, talks about, like, the responsibility of being yeah. in Star Wars. Right. So it just, to me, is cool. It's like that, that hero's path. Of, like, she went for it. It was hard. She got it. And now she appreciates the she, burden the she, power she it's is satisfying. Rose
1: she yeah. is yeah. Rose what the story is yeah it's interesting it's funny too when you hear like never seen a Star Wars my first reaction was what but then it was like her, her upbringing was definitely probably different and not that Star Wars doesn't go all around the world but uh, uh, you know I think that's fascinating that she she can bring that it was not the first uh, Bez Malbus with uh, uh, Zhang Wen uh, not familiar with Star Wars Wow. Uh, I think uh, Donnie Yen uh, had to also like I think he'd seen it or something but I think his kids were like yeah dad you should do it, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> do the Star. Um, so that shows how Star Wars does. Go to a lot of different cultures and translate, but but it maybe it doesn't impact some people as much as others. And as a professional, she can come in and bring something completely new and different to it. Yeah. And uh, I really love that. And then and then maybe for a generation behind her, bring Star Wars to to other folks as well, which is part of the thing. Yeah, she seems to be much like Daisy Ridley out of Force Awakens, this really dynamic personality yeah. that is uh, taking a hero's journey of her own, like you said, Joseph. That that's that's great.
0: Yeah, that's so great. Welcome, Kelly Marie Tran. Welcome. <laughs> Uh, so now, this story, oh my gosh, when I read this, I thought of you Can <laughs> oh, yeah. Star Tours is no longer mixing places and characters from different eras. Uh, now, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the Ride's opening sequence has characters from episodes 7 and 8, followed by a sequence on Jakku, a transmission from BB-8, and then a sequence on the new planets Krayt and Batu, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. So, eventually, Star Tours will have two tracks where guests can choose between sequences based on the current trilogy mm-hmm. or based on... On episodes one through six. Mm. Ken, are you happy about this yeah.
1: change? Yeah, and this is why I have uh, four Center with you guys here. <laughs> I, I try to mention this in other places, and people are like, "I don't care." What? What? Uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, "I don't go on the ride." Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, I, the world is a horrible place, and and a lot of bad things, and a lot more. Even in Star Wars, a lot more things to worry about." But there was something that I just really liked, that someone was like, Finn can't be around the second Death Star. We just can't do this. <laughs> yes. What's going on? And then with more material and wanting to work crate into it, which seems great, because that planet looks just beautiful. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm very, very happy. Go yeah. Ahead. Unfortunately, I keep getting sick on the ride, but I'm very happy. Are you serious? I, I can no longer ride it with the gusto that I used to. Oh. I used to do star tours two or three times a visit. Oh, it's, so you like now it's like one and like, all right, let's not eat for an hour.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta slow down on the yep. old hot dogs yep. like Disney dogs, yep. right? No, Turkey no, legs oh, and all man. Stuff. This is this is a big deal, yes. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go yep. out there on a limb and say this Thank is actually you. a big deal Thank on you. many levels. Yeah. Uh one is the Ken level of just like it's awesome. It's and I know people who are fans. So this would get annoyed by that too the lack of canon but just this is a full crossing over from the old world of geekdom where a yeah. big company like disney's like yeah you nerds like your star wars right so here's here's a robot and yeah. one of those people with a laser sword what are, oh, they're complaining about what yeah. what is the word canon to go from that old world now to like disney is building you know this canonical world that we're going to yeah. talk about in a second mm-hmm. in that Star Tours is now like, well, no, no, everything does have to be canon. This is important to the nerds. (laughs) The nerds give us all the money. Yeah, (laughs) so this is the way it is going to be. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love that. And you know, I take back what I had said earlier and many episodes ago, where I was like, I don't care. You know, as we're moving through this current trilogy, I'm like, yeah, that would be jarring to see these characters mingling together. I'm like, don't, don't Uh. let that happen. So I too am thrilled with this change. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So a new Star Wars planet that is coming to Anaheim is called (laughs) Batuu. Batuu is a location of the upcoming Star Wars-themed land, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. According to StarWars.com, Batuu has become a thriving port for smugglers, rogue traders, and adventurers traveling between the frontier and uncharted space. And what I found interesting is that they're saying that Batuu is a familiar place to many characters as a, quote, stepping off point for epic adventures. Will we see Batuu in Episode 9, the Han Solo film... Novels. What are they teasing?
1: I think I think comics and novels first possibly Han Solo movie I love the history of. I'm getting actually more and more excited for Star Wars Land when I used to call it that Galaxy's Edge but too um, that there's going to be something more to it that that again just to what you're saying Joseph you can't just do this you can't create Toontown and Star Wars (laughs) Town and be like yeah right uh, go get a churro colored like a lightsaber it's got to it's got to make sense and it's that's the world that's the power of geekdom right now and I'm excited more and more. I think it will sh- I think we'll start showing up. I don't I wouldn't wouldn't think it'd be in the saga films,
2: but who knows? Yeah, it yeah. could be just a small stop, you know, that yeah. they gotta do. A, but the Han Solo movie seems like actually a really good prediction yeah. to mm-hmm. me. For the
0: smugglers. Yeah.
2: I you know, I really like the detail that it used to be a more important uh planet yeah. when it was on sub light speed travel lanes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, right. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's just getting into that level of nerdery of like yeah. oh, then it's suffered in a socioeconomic economic way. Which, like I, I hope they have like some you know, stands that explain the socioeconomic past of Batu. They
1: built a space freeway, and the town's uh, businesses went down. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. This is like a totally. This is like a Route sixty-six of Star Wars. Yeah, man. this is totally this like urban is, planning yeah. stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, space urban planning yeah. stuff. Uh, I love sh- it. Yeah, it should be interesting if they do start to kind of uh, uh, use it to if they place it to physically if it's a part yeah. of. On the edge of unknown regions, wild space, whatever. Yeah, Mm. this will make it the Seligman, Arizona of the (laughs) space world where the...
1: Forty, not the forty, but the Route sixty six. Yeah. yeah, when it went away.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes.
1: Thriving, uh, thriving market went away. So yeah, interesting. I'm excited, and I'll have all the churro lightsaber churros in the world. Then. <laughs>
0: I cannot wait. So we're really close to the last giant, so close. But whether we like it or not, the media blitz is continuing. Mm. So we're going to talk now about the Entertainment Weekly spread a little bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We're using our
2: Jedi powers to try not to be grumpy. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. They've been posting articles, photos, and videos every single day this week, and they're going to continue until the week is over. Uh,
2: <laughs> it's like a threat, <laughs> but, and it's going to continue.
0: Whether you like it or not. But before we dive in, I've been seeing a lot of people online that they're done with having to do anything with The Last Jedi yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just so you know, this is what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my question is actually, before we dive in, would we avoid it? If it wasn't our job, would we avoid it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This yeah, far? Yeah. 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 I'd be done. Agreed.
1: I wouldn't have watched any of the T V spots if I had the choice. Yeah. If yeah. they pop up, that's different. I have try I try to turn away. But yeah, the entertainment we I mean, I haven't Full. Actually, I think I'm clicking on some of the links that you sent out today, and I think I now have seen all of them. But, but yeah, I, I tried even today. I tried to be like, ah, you know, it's Thanksgiving week. I don't have to deal with this. We're not doing a Jedi Council at work. I was like, ah, all right. But then you know, then you Sorry. see. It. No, no, no. But then I no, not even from you. No, I just but by, by Twitter, social media. and Then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, I,
2: I, I've seen them all now. Right. And yep. Yep. Can't go live in that cabin yet. Nope. Nope, nope. Yeah, I, I would skip them. And, and some of them are great because they're mostly just like behind the scenes, like great. Let's mm-hmm. give us that. The, you know, the, and we're going to talk about it. But the, mm-hmm. the you know, Mark Hamill returning the Falcon, great. But then it keep being like, ah, there was nothing, and damn it, yeah. And there'll be one little thing that's like, what? It's just a drop,
0: like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, nugget. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about Mark Hamill on the Falcon. That's one of the articles that they posted. Um, so it's in a moment also that I wish had been kept secret until the film came <laughs> out. (laughs) You know, that's just my gripe. So Mark Hamill told Entertainment Weekly that when he first visited the set, quote, it was sort of like visiting an old house that you lived in when you were a kid. I just welled up with emotion and I said... I need to be by myself, end quote. Mm. He also talked about how the fans share their emotional stories with him and how uh, Star Wars has helped them through difficult times. And what I found to be actually interesting about this article was that it made me realize that he is so much like Carrie Fisher in the sense Mm. that he is a true ambassador for his character. Yeah. You know, it has been such a, I mean, he obviously has a a great voiceover career, but I I just think it's pretty remarkable that he has not become jaded. He's so gracious and kind about it.
2: It's really cool to feel like the gentleman who plays Luke Skywalker... Is just as shocked as all the fans are that he's Luke Skywalker again. <laughs> you <laughs> right. feel like he was just like when you see him on the screen, like wow, yeah, you're Luke Skywalker, and you feel like Mark Hamill is going to turn, and go, I know, I'm Luke Skywalker, and then go back to being <laughs> Luke Skywalker real well, right? You know?
1: Right. Yeah. It's
2: really nice. Yeah, I just looking at
1: even the shot, it gets me excited. Just that that shot of him. So you know, it's out of cats out of the bag, so to speak, uh, or the or the porgs out of the uh, cave. I don't know what it, uh, where, where porg's <laughs> sleep, um, but uh, I like it, and I'm expecting this to be still have an emotional impact when it happens on screen so um, right. yeah but all the other photos i mean there's a lot of stuff to to dig into if we wanted to do a, a photo breakdown episode but you know it's just there, there's some of it sets uh, a little more than tone a little more tone yeah. people put in places um i will say one of the things uh, that came out of it is the uh the stuff on holdo uh mm. more of a clear picture but it wasn't I read it with like eh, eh, man, I'm gonna read it just and then I was like oh no it's kind of everything I thought
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's
1: more con-
2: confirmation yeah. than uh, spoilery stuff but still there's a part but of me still, that's just like yeah. I don't want I don't want them wheels turning right. yeah yeah and I'm glad we haven't heard Holdo speak yet <gasps> me too oh yeah because we know in theory her. uh her, her voice, in terms of her diction, her style of speech, could be way, yeah,
1: yeah, way different.
2: How 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 full Luna Lovegood is it going to be? I think is the question for everyone who's read the Leia book is, is going to be
0: absolutely oh, right. Yeah. You
2: can't do that,
0: right, Joseph? Yeah. Was there any photo that you really enjoyed seeing? were are not spo- <laughs> spoiled by. I, you
2: know what? I diligently read the articles, uh, mm-hmm. uh, partially because I didn't. I would rather read them myself than just see the tweet that Mm, i'm gonna see mm -hmm, um but i'd click through the photos so fast and then add you know uh an ad blocker came up and I and I said a naughty word and stopped <laughs> stopped looking <laughs> right yeah Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I got right. fed up with the photos I just don't need this much
0: no and, and yeah. a lot of the photos were actually just angles of shots that we've already seen yeah, so I'm like yeah. okay that's okay but th- there was a one thing I'm not gonna even talk about it because I want to talk about some other things in this spread okay namely we got some new insight into Ray and Kylo Ren's mindsets mm-hmm. one thing that I actually found fascinating was that in Kylo Ren's mind according to Adam Driver he felt abandoned by his parents because they were so devoted to the the Rebellion's cause. Um, but unlike his mother, who mm. got involved with the cause when she discovered her parents were a part of the right. Rebellion, Kylo Ren rebelled against the Rebellion. So I thought that this was actually really insightful, and it made me like his character and actually made yeah. me relate to his character more. He's not just some spoiled kid. You know, just because his parents are Han and Leia, it's like, we like them. Right. When you're a kid and your parents are devoting all their time to something else that you don't connect with, that's that's tough. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's... It's interesting, to you know, don't meet your heroes type of thing, and Han and Leia are heroes, and, and I loved, I actually loved the idea in Force Awakens that they, they had struggles, and that they separated, and that they retreated to what they knew, and that Leia felt, a, once again, a higher calling, and Han, once again, didn't want to be part of that higher calling, and, and how it ties in, and, and, and so it's much like... It's much like a you know a Game of Thrones character, Jamie Lannister. where like, he's a bad guy. Well, some things happen along the way, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, so so that makes more sense as Kylo as the pro a co protagonist. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. You know,
2: yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love the weight of history that they're doing such a good job of having history affect the characters. And if we're going to tell these generational stories, it really should. In imagining like that, your parents are obsessed not only with the building of this new republic, at least Leia, but they're so obsessed about this empire thing not happening again, a thing that you never saw, that you weren't a part of. Mm. So it's like, you know, just to use like a stereotype, like parents being like don't you ever smoke marijuana? I'm like, I'm nine. I don't even know what marijuana is. I don't know <laughs> right, what you're talking right. about. That's your baggage you're putting on me and only mm. making me a lot more interested in marijuana. Right, right, right. So, right. like, you know, it feels like they don't do evil. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> don't do mom, evil. And Snoke's like, hey, have you thought of evil? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It's like if, if the if
1: uh, the empire or this idea of not having another empire is what, you know, you felt your parents loved more than you, well, I'm going to join the new one. Yeah. And right. it's like it makes sense. So, yeah, you're right. There's, there's a lot of realistic... Uh, layers to Kylo Ren.
0: Yeah, I loved that. Okay, let's talk about the thing I was so excited about, uh, which is the Crystal Foxes.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> we've which, been
0: co- so please, please.
1: No, I think they're still going to be called Crystal Foxes. Yeah. <laughs> Can we? Yeah, How could please? they not be? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So I love that name. Yeah. Okay, so we've been calling it Crystal Fox for months, but now thanks to Entertainment Weekly, we know it is officially called a Volptex.
2: Volptex. A vulptex. pack of them
0: are called Vulptuses.
1: Nice. <laughs> yes. A lot, yes, many volptuses are seen on screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pablo Hidalgo on Twitter said that he came up with a name by combining the Latin word for fox with the angular point of a crystalline poly, polyhedron. Polyhedron.
1: Polyhedron. Yeah. Oh, God, I was mouth. <laughs> We also <laughs>
0: learned that the creatures uh, live within the burrows and within the tunnels beneath the planets, uh, which, uh, so according to this article, spoiler alert, will mm-hmm. come in handy. Later on for our heroes,
1: hmm. so hmm.
0: Volptex. Volptex. What do you guys Vulptex. think?
1: I mean, uh, I like it. It's so it's so Star Wars naming, as yeah. I think even Pablo was joking on Twitter, and uh, it fits right in. You know, I, I hope it doesn't. I hope they don't factor in too much. Like one of them's like, hey, down here, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. It's, it's part of the the layers, and this is how deep you have to go when you're making a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: absolutely, and it does sound like I think at one point uh, I had guessed that maybe they were just a part of the scenery, but obviously they are going to have a bigger yeah. role to play. I'm sure yeah. they're going to be the pivotal thing. It's the whole plot <laughs> is going to be these all the- about what the Voltex can do in them tunnels. Yeah, these are the Ewoks of this movie, <laughs> <laughs> right, Jen? Oh my right? Gosh, yeah. yeah it turns I love out there's it. not an Episode Nine. Yeah. The Voltex solve everything. <laughs> There's a Voltev <laughs> vul- a uh, standalone Voltex
1: movie yeah. I, but I like it again. It's it's part of part of the flavor. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I loved the behind the scenes video that they posted along with it. If you read, any, if you don't want to, you know, look at any of the other articles, this one to me was most interesting because you get to see Neil Scanlon and his team literally putting the face on the Crystal Fox. Yeah, oh, yeah. And moving oh. the moving the puppet, if you will, uh, around. It was incredible. Um, yeah. And how they actually built a, a costume on a real dog made out of <laughs> a bunch of straws.
1: Yeah. So I'd heard that because I didn't watch the video because. Uh, uh, I, I, I just kind of—I was like, I need to shut my brain off and not watch everything uh, about Last Jedi. But yeah, that's so—that's real.
0: It's real. There was a
1: dog with straws on it. Is yes. the straw dog in the video?
0: No, and I <sighs> wish—I wish that they included the dog.
1: And yeah, what dog? would let anyone do this, not drugged,
2: <laughs> you know? My dog. Your dog would just, you know, well, yeah, you're right. Your yeah. dog. Anything your dog, for treats. Yeah. How far along is your vulptex costume for your dog?
0: <laughs> oh, it gave me ideas, you guys. I'm just going to say that. I was like, ooh, a bunch of straws, excellent.
2: You pull that off.
0: <laughs> so, You've
1: reached a new level. You've uh, leveled up.
0: Craziness. And that is the news. That
1: is a lot going on. Wow. Geez. I mean, if we thought we were going to have a quiet time going into the
2: holidays, mm, Joseph, Nope. nope. Nope, it will never end until the movie comes out.
1: Not gonna end, and then right around the corner, Han Solo.
2: Wow. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, we're gosh. gonna have to get into those debates soon. Of oh, will there be a trailer? Yeah, it,
1: it is. Um, it is kind of a it's kind of a mystery, but that's yeah. a, another topic for another day. <laughs> exactly. Now we're gonna talk about uh, Star Wars Rebels. You know, the uh, final season's going on, and uh, the first half ended. Ended with a very good episode, and the first half of the season has been has been good. Uh, I, now I say good, meaning I really like what's going on, but it it has left some people wanting. Um, but I, I'm okay with it. I think that, I think it's how it finishes. Like anything in life, how you finish is gonna gonna make this first half seem better or a success or. or uh, coming up short, so that's uh, my my quick take on it here. But uh, Joseph, you're all caught up. Yeah, I'm all caught up. Jennifer,
0: I finished episodes one and two. Okay, uh, sorry, I <laughs> failed. There was just too much news. You're too yeah. busy
1: designing oh dog gosh. costumes yeah. for Star Wars. You're I get
2: it. Straws on your dog. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're also fun. gathering all the news for us here. Um, well, so yeah, can can I can I? Yeah. I just want to frame because we haven't really talked about Rebels a lot. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, uh, on force Center Main Show, yeah. you wrestle with rebels. Like it feels yeah. to me, Jen, yeah. Jennifer and I were giggling a little bit yeah, yeah. when you said Good. "good," because it feels like rebels is almost like this friend you have at work, yeah, and you like ninety percent love this friend, uh, and there's yeah. like ten percent of this friend that you're just like. God, get this guy away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're
1: talking about rebels. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cuz I have I have I have that too. Um, yeah. Uh Yeah, no. It it, it I love that it's on every day and I understand for every every I understand completely. Yeah, now, now I'm going into work talk. Um I uh I I I have no problem with it and I okay. understand completely that it's Disney XD. And I think yeah. some of what I wrestle is—is is there's moments where I'm like, but why? Oh, it is a kids show, and I'm not the audience, other than I'm the audience because yeah. we're obsessive Star Wars fans, and there also, I don't—I don't think anyone, definitely Filoni or team, the team doesn't, but no one at Lucasfilm hides behind the Disney XD or the kids show version. But sometimes I feel. There's a like they're not completely honest with what they're doing, they know they're broadcasting for us as well as the nine year olds on Saturday. Oh, yeah, they know it. Yeah, they, they feature this thing so heavily at Star Wars Celebration. So don't get upset when we're like, Well, that was filler. Why did AP5 sing? You know, and Stephen Stanton, if you're listening, I love you, but you know, it just was. Is, uh, it's Is that's where the wrestle is. Sometimes. Okay,
2: that's good. I wanted to, yeah, because I, I feel like this is good for, it's helping me understand because it is yeah. not just about the content for you. It is about yeah. the presentation. Yeah. Because the show is clearly multi-level. Dave Filoni has said, we want this to be mm-hmm. somebody who's never seen Star Wars before, a four-year-old. This could be right. their introduction to Star Wars. Yep. But then at the same time, he's crafting things where, you know, oh, Obi-Wan used Qui-Gon's <sighs> technique because yeah. he realized, well, you know, like, Yeah, Mm. exactly. Deep level stuff. Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. Obi Wan killed Maul on Rebels. Yeah. So don't don't sit there and tell me this is just a kid's show and why adults getting all fussy. Yeah. (laughs) You can't do that. But and and the characters are great because I've grown to love all of them. Even Chopper, the fart butt that I didn't like early on, or Ezra, favorite now. Yeah, or Ezra that I didn't. You know, he's still maybe one of my least favorite, but Sabine is great. Hera is great Kanan is amazing I want him to survive now The use of Thrawn Rook All these characters coming back So there's a lot of great things about it mm-hmm. Awesome
2: Yeah So Jennifer do you mind If we uh, talk a little bit About the the breadth of this And then no, we'll bring it up to date
0: please Well yes.
2: let's just start Since you got to see yeah. uh, The first two episodes Heroes of Mandalore mm-hmm. What did you think of those episodes? I
0: had a similar thought I really kind of was like I wish my daughter was just A little bit older mm-hmm. So that she could enjoy this Because for her I think she would really enjoy as es- Ezra. Yeah. For me, I was like, I just love the stuff with Sabine. Others oh, Ezra. Okay. Uh, yeah. not, <laughs> and so, you know, I it's one of those things, but I, yeah. I can appreciate that. And I know that when my daughter is the right age, I can introduce her. But I just right. I loved I loved uh getting to learn about Sabine's uh, parents, mm-hmm. um, exploring the Mandalorian culture and their armor. I yeah. thought this this is really rich stuff that I would love to see explored more mm-hmm. in a live action TV series, maybe helmed by Dave Filoni. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, yeah. because yeah. there's
0: some great things going on. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love that theme with the armor of whatever makes you strong also is your weakness and mm-hmm. vice versa. That was really, yes. you know, that was something that like, oh, a younger person can uh, appreciate that. But that's also something that you can think about. Like George Lucas's quote of it's for 12 year olds. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there's an idea. Like that's a nice juicy idea that you can hear for the first time when you're 12 or when you're much older than 12 yeah. and still think about it still. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when, and when George says it's for 12 year olds, that's a, that
1: is a deep. It's for 12-year-olds, its yeah. not it? It's for kids. It's like facing the world. And, and so Rebels, yeah, Rebels, when you finally sit down with your daughter, it's going to be probably a very rewarding experience mm-hmm. uh, uh, where I still don't learn any, any of these lessons. Um, <laughs> yeah, The Heroes of Mandalore was great. It was so set apart from the rest of this season. It was oh. cl- very clearly it's this – storyline we, we really got heavy into sabine stuff last year let's finish that and then bringing back bo katan finishing that story from the clone wars yes. so i thought those those overall the two episodes were big victories um and some great acts and action yeah ezra's a little you know he's he's a hit or miss for a lot of people but so that that was the big win there was all right you bring bo katan back for a reason right. not just to like oh that's the character but it's like her storyline finishes. She gets to a point of, of leadership, and I like that. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I think it hints where everything might, where th- other things might go because Dave Filoni clearly is invested in finishing stories from The Clone yes. Wars, mm. which means like other things might, may or may not get finished. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah.
1: Who knows? Maybe we could have an Ahsoka TV show. I don't know. Something <laughs> wow. like that. Uh, the rest of the season has um, one of the big things, this is what I like in it, is is it's really. Expanded the uh, formation of the rebellion lore that we've yes. been playing with Inferno Squad, uh, Rogue One, the Rogue One novel, uh, the comics, and then um, Rebel Rising, the one I love so much uh, that that I'm glad Joseph, you were like, check it out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> check it out, don't don't throw it away. Um, so the stuff with Saw Mothma are some of my favorite things, maybe in all of recent Star Wars.
2: Yeah, and almost taking on uh, this tragedy level of how close the rebellion was to figuring the Death Star out, so close. that like mm. Saw is clearly doing things that are not good, not moral, but he's also right, right that there's this big problem and it is right under their noses and they can't figure it out.
1: Yeah, and did big deep themes too, Jennifer. That it's like it's it's how do you fight and and it's not just choosing to fight. It's how do you fight and how dirty Saw gets and how bad. And that that's a theme that's through anytime Saw appears. There's something, there's something dark behind what he does, and I think it really paid off in that stuff. So, so check that out with your
2: two-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> check out Mon Mothma's, like, good but tentative leadership. That's really, like, well yeah. done in Adult too, where it's mm. clear that the rebellion is, like, there are moments where they maybe should act, and they're just being overly prudent. Because they're not really, like, this is a story that's being told over all these things that Ken listed and really well supported by Rebels. They like, can't quite make that step that they finally do yeah. in Rogue One.
1: So it t- definitely ties into what's going on. And even in New Hope. And uh, then there's the stuff with, uh, the. we really spend time on Lothal. The rest is on Lothal. Yeah, on Lothal. And, and that, that clearly means something. And, and some people are, aren't happy with the fact that we're, we're strapped down on Lothal. We're expecting maybe more of Yavin 4. And, and there's some great stuff on Yavin 4. Yeah. Um, but, but I am intrigued. This is one of the big things I like, that there is something going on with Lothal. Yeah, and that it means something to the Jedi and Kanan and Caleb Doom and the whole Loth uh, Loth Wolves and all those things. It's 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 a great mystery.
2: Yeah, yeah, I feel like this. So the whole Lothal arc, I was really surprised that we just got there because mm-hmm. they were really building it up as this big thing of, of Ezra wants to go there and free Lothal. And then they get there, and they stay there, and they, in Mm -hmm. fact, can't get off Lothal. Yeah. So it has this double purpose of showing like, oh, this is, for me, a little bit of what I expected the show to be earlier, Mm -hmm. of the Empire is really formidable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're truly, it's like, oh, now I appreciate the arc of like, oh, back in the day, they could just easily confuse a couple of dumb stormtroopers and easily steal anything they want from city centers in Lothal. Right. But now that the Imperials truly have the planet, are super great heroes, are struggling. It's desperate. It's scary. Yeah. The stakes are high. So you have all that sort of military stuff, and then uh, yeah, all this stuff with the loath wolves. Yeah, that is making me think it's going to go in a different direction than I thought.
1: Hmm. Well, well, let's let's maybe jump to that there, yeah. and we we can uh, talk. We're going talk about some stuff we don't like, but I think it's it's a natural segue to this, this this loath loath wolf and and loath cat. Right. These these tukas there, um, leading us into the <laughs> other part of the world, this uh, you know, this magical tunnel, so to speak. And then there's this cave. And I just noticed this today, someone had tweeted out a picture. it's it's like a little Yoda. In on the in the cave. What? Oh, on the cave wall. On the, on the cave drawing. The drawings. It's oh. it's a it's Yoda or Yoda's species. It's maybe a, it's Yaddle. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, and, and 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 the fact that these wolves are calling out, for, you know, for doom, Caleb, doom. Um, it, it it I don't know where it's going, and I like that.
2: Yeah, I think the the thing that threw me is it. I've had felt like Kanan would be the military sacrifice that he just. Yeah. Gets himself, uh, allows himself to be killed to save others. Yeah. And that they, they would go with Ezra for he's going to have some sort of mystical journey. And now it feels like they're almost going that way with Kanan. Yeah. Because I've, it feels like they're building to some sort of like, well, there's a Jedi temple there. There's some uh, significance to this power and Kanan has to become a, like a Jedi temple guard and he's eternal, yeah. but he can never leave Lothal kind of thing. And that's where I thought they were going with Ezra. Yeah. But now that they're going with it with Kanan. I'm starting to entertain... That they might kill Ezra, might kill Ezra. <gasps> no. Oh wow, that be
1: that be that be bold. I'd be on board. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ezra. I can't imagine.
0: You're not
2: DJ anymore. Yeah. You know. Whoa. But here's the thing: is every time I say about Star Wars, I can't imagine that there's something very special about Star Wars where it just can always get away with being more violent than one would think.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, well, there's a moment in the the Crawler Commanders episode where the the pilot of the crawler. Died eyes and falls into like a fiery little furnace. And Ezra has like a snappy Schwarzenegger line, like, watch your step. It's like, whoa, that, okay, we're worried about these characters dying. And a guy just melted Gollum style to
2: death. But he was very rude. So. He was very rude. He deserved it there.
1: Yeah, I, the Ezra the Ezra thing is interesting because i i my, my idea is changing i thought i thought kane was a gunner i think that just seemed fit he's a mentor too but this this thing with Hera, which is another great thing this this her rise uh now a general i kept getting it wrong on my review show i, I forgot she was already promoted i just didn't hear it uh, and i kept talk on, on going on air saying uh yeah you know she's a captain uh, this is this is must Everyone's tweeting me like, are you watching these episodes? <laughs> I just missed that little detail because life is busy that she's a general. So she's becoming this great character that we always knew she was, but she's really, really coming into her own mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a mother bear and a leader in the rebellion. Um, but this a relationship with Kanan that, that was always there on the surface, or bubbling below the yeah. surface. Uh, and then she said love last year. Everyone went, Whoa. ooh. And then they kiss.
2: Yeah. It was oh. really great. Uh, my shipping name, like I said, is Karen. I don't <laughs> care if it doesn't quite work. I like it. <laughs> Hera and Kanan. It, that's just, it's great to see a mature romance yeah. in Star Wars. And and it, they, they both play it so well, being these sort of world-weary soldiers who, like, even though there's a war, we're not going to wait until it's over. Right. We can just have a little bit of happiness together. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, uh, Jennifer, you will enjoy, by the last episode, uh, Hera is really kicking some ass and some, like, really well-choreographed. Like fist oh uh, wow. and really seeing like, oh wow, she is a super well trained soldier.
0: Oh cool, yeah,
2: great pilot, a great leader.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, gets approval from the rebellion to do a mi- big mission, and it just kind of you can see they're really establishing her as, as a leader character. It, 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 it's almost it. She's so good now, and has such potential that I'm almost like, gosh, could we could could we go insert her into a new hope? <laughs> like, <can laughs> you know, like, yeah, she really belongs. And the fact that she's on Endor now is awesome. The forces of destiny has put that out there, but I'm like, Oh, I'd like that. I would have loved her fighting alongside him. And that's a testament to how great the character is. Vanessa Marshall voicing her and the Mm. writing behind it, 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 she, she's really, really become a top notch character. Yeah. Um, And um, yeah, the kiss, the romance is interesting because we always talk, star Wars needs romance. Yeah. They haven't really played with it until this season, but then the fact that there's some weight to it, like Hera might have to choose. Now the rebellion is still my number one thing. Yeah, you know, like if that ends up happening, or that has to do with what um you know what the split is about, or or kan- Kanan's uh, journey from here. Yeah, that they like said an adult theme.
2: Yeah, and they did a great job of they have a couple of almost kisses, and they get interrupted <laughs> in a classic Star Wars way of like, oh, "Sorry, the rebellion needs you." Damn it! Right, uh, and then we finally do kiss. It's great. Yeah. It's great.
1: Yeah, what are some of the things that aren't working for you, though, or didn't?
2: Um, you know, here is, I think, the one thing that is getting on my nerves because, mm-hmm. uh, in general, the the, the tone mm-hmm. shifts don't bother me too much because I've just gotten kind of gotten used to them. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's bothering me is the uh, inconsistent, and I normally not like this, Jedi powers, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. where, you know, Kanan and Ezra take out their lightsabers and they, they deflect blasts, and that's great, that's fun. Yeah. But there have been a couple of times, like, and give that guy a little force push and yeah. the fight's over. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like I don't want to get into the whole sort of like really like and it's an RPG and like well I believe that they have you know eight points of force <laughs> use and they could be doing this at the same time like I don't want to get into that level of nerdery. Right right, but it's just like they're Jedi, let's have some fun with it or or really uh, dive down on like these are some lower level Jedi. This is not yeah. Obi-Wan. This is not Luke Skywalker. This right, is right. Not right. Rey. These are lower level Jedi, and sometimes the force push is a little too hard from them. They can't do it. Like, show me that, and it'd yeah. be great. Otherwise, just block the scene a little bit differently. So it's like, there, there's an episode uh, where uh, Zeb is is fighting a Trandoshan, mm. and getting his ass handed to him, and Zeb is almost going to die. And Kanan's like, I'll be right there. And he's, like, climbing and jumping and running, and like... Give yeah. him a damn force push.
0: That's a very Force push solution. that
2: trendosion I yelled at my
1: television like an insane <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, there's some some points they're like playing video games with their force powers and other times they're just walking along yeah, and it's a yeah. Star Wars thing it is an a Star ongoing Wars Star Wars
2: thing of the the. there's a mystery to exactly when you use which yeah. Jedi power and why
1: well i got a Phantom Menace why didn't Obi-Wan do a force run down the hallway to get to yeah. Darth Maul when, when they did in the beginning of the movie so yeah you're right mm. you gotta, you gotta mm-hmm. let that superpower recharge
2: yep. <laughs> before you can <laughs> jam
1: the X button over and over and over yeah. uh, so that's uh, but, but as far as big complaints that's that's a pretty small one that and is
2: it's a, been a good season it is now. a pretty small one I really like that they are are uh, laser focused on Lothal? I think maybe that's the mm-hmm. right way to handle this story. That uh, the rebels have been the show. The rebels and these characters, rebels have been like the people that show us how the rebellion grew. Mm-hmm. We started with one cell. They became part of the rebellion. We see the whole rebellion, and now as we end, we can track back down to it's this small band yeah. trying to rescue this planet.
1: Mm. Yeah, that, that, that's 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 a good idea. And 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 my biggest problem is Thrawn. Again, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just feel, and I, I don't think he was supposed to be a star, and that's not their fault that they were like, Thrawn's back, and we all went, yay! And then he's kind of this third-tier supporting character. He's not even, doesn't even feel like the big baddie. He does great things when he's on. I, I'm okay with Thrawn when he's on, on air, so to speak. Um, his strategy <laughs> is slow strategy. Uh, it is Thrawn to me, um, but, but there's people I know, um, adults, not, not kids watching this, who don't know Thrawn as well weren't around for the Zon era stuff, yeah. and they're like, I don't get it. I don't get him. I don't see the appeal. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's the show hasn't. They brought him in, but they didn't quite. They can't. I don't think they can use him to the utmost of his ability because then it would bleed over to other parts of the Star Wars story.
2: Yeah, so I mean, you know, I, yeah, I think they could have uh, done a, a better job on executing. I, I like the story of I know people's art in history, and then that yeah. lets me understand where they're coming from. And he's had a couple moments where like he's had a victory because of that, but I think they could. Do that a little bit bigger. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, in the end, do you think? Uh, now we know Thron survives. F- Filoni let it slip. Oh, okay. He did let it slip. Did you? I, wow. I don't know if you were aware of that. He, he was talking about Lars Mickelson and then Mads Mickelson, of course, from Rogue One. their brothers, and he's like it's a little joke around the office that Lars, his character, outlives uh, his brothers Oh, oh so That's big. Um, we know he survives, but we don't know how or we don't know why, we don't know what happens to them. So I wonder, with that second book coming out, yeah, if uh, Thrawn's going to live and live long, and maybe factor in another stories, maybe go back to the unknown
2: regions and the Chiss. Mm-hmm. Well, he's certainly going to uh, factor into fan theories now. Yeah, if he's going to live, yes. Because I was kind of hoping that you know, uh, give he's the big bad, yeah. give him a get Thrawn out in a blaze of glory. I love the character. No offense to the character. Yeah, uh, but that would be a way to give weight to the rebels' accomplishment yeah. and to give Thrawn something really cool to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I guess not. Guess not. Well, you know, the Bendu uh, last season
1: straight out prophesized his death. You know, and so I was like, "Oh, this is going to happen. How's going to? How is this going to happen?" But well, we might get that later on. Huh. Yeah,
2: That's
1: maybe in Ryan Johnson's trilogy.
2: Yeah, maybe he's going to go to Ahsoka's maybe dead pyramid. Yeah, And <laughs> they just all hang out
1: there. <laughs> and I'm kidding about the Johnson trilogy. Um, the, fu- the final thing about uh, uh, the big things is this Lothal thing. Joseph, you mentioned their own Lothal. It's this laser focus. Um, you are you happy? If if it finishes up completely on that planet, you want it to join up with the bigger causes and the bigger planets.
2: I think as long as we get a a, a sense of what is going on in the yeah. timeline, like, you know, if one, one character gets off the planet to get resources and comes back and, you know, interacts yeah. with Scarif in some way. That way, mm. I don't know if we'll get up to the Scarif timeline. It doesn't seem like it.
1: I don't. I think that was just a rumor that went, ran wild that we're going to see the Battle of Scarif from their point of view. I yeah, still, and Floney just shut yeah, that one yeah, down. Right. Yeah, but yeah.
2: timeline-wise, I didn't know. No, I'd be fine if it was both, mostly Lothal focus, and we just got a little sense of what's. What does it mean, largely, really? uh, larger? A picture for the rebellion.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. A lot. Of, I, I, I might have been going into the season that it, I wanted it to be bigger battles, factoring into the formation of the rebellion and everything. But now, if it, if uh, taking it back down smaller scale to Lothal, especially, I'm so intrigued by what's going on there. Uh, I'd be happy with that. End it. End it where it started.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's nice yeah. and elegant, uh, yeah. Jennifer. I did want to know your Thrawn opinions. Do you want Thrawn uh, to continue?
0: No, I would have liked. I mean. I See, I haven't watched enough of the episodes to really get the full effect of Thrawn, but the episodes that I've seen with him, he did not live up to my expectations of what mm-hmm. I knew of the character. I okay. just wanted to be him to be a little bit more evil, if you will. Right, <laughs> right. A little more villainous. Um, so yeah, that would be a perfect way to end it. Some big, bad ending. But now, if he's still around, what does that mean for the future? Right. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. The speculation of Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Final question here. Zeb <laughs> the big one I went from not liking Zeb in terms of just the choice of the voice and not a, the voice actor does great but you know it's like I, I didn't want my alien to be this big brawly, cockney guy um, I, I've grown to love Zeb and as I've, I think I've grown to love this entire ghost crew. <laughs> yeah I think he's
2: gone Oh really you think, think he's gonna, gonna die yeah. Wow okay I think that this might be a little bit I think there's going to be at least one death. And I think uh, many people will learn the lesson of Lothal and realize they need to protect their own. So I think Zeb will somehow go back to what remains of the Lasat people. Okay.
0: Mm, Okay. I think
2: he'll go on to protect his own. I think uh Chopper will stay with uh, Hera and continue to be an awesome yeah. sociopath bot. <laughs> uh yeah, I think yeah. It, it, poor Zeb doesn't get talked about at all. Really. He doesn't. <laughs> we know what's happening with Hera. We we're hoping this for yep. Sabine, maybe she goes back to Mandalore and that yeah. she gets her own TV show with the Mandalorians and yeah. the Chopper will open up a shop and Zeb
1: Zeb doesn't yeah I think I think he's uh, but because of that I think he's uh, he's a sacrifice waiting to happen (laughs) Zeb's dead baby Zeb's dead (laughs) Zeb's dead that's
0: my money I don't know enough but I know that yeah he's a goner he's a
1: goner yeah Jennifer's putting money down on that there and you know I should say Sabine is interesting because they've built that character so well Hmm. people immediately gravitated to that character Mm -hmm. and then they finally caught up I think the story caught up to the the hype of the character because she didn't have a lot to do early on and then then she had so much to do this rich Mandalorian history. So they got this great character that I hope they do something else with. Yeah, mm-hmm. because of uh, this backdoor pilot, I kept thinking that they were going to the the people of Mandalore. You could get a book or a comic. And put her back in Absolutely. In that yeah. 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 So that is our look at Rebels so far. The episodes pick up again by uh, February? No, February. Yeah, February it is. I don't know the exact date, I believe. It's uh, February after all the Last Jedi hype comes and goes. So who knows? Maybe something from the Last Jedi will tie into Rebels. It'll be fun to watch that, especially since we're getting into a lot of the, the core issues, the core reasons for the Force and what that all means. So you guys, if you got some thoughts, you know how to reach out to us uh that we'll talk about at the end of the show and uh let us know what you think about rebels so far but now it's
2: time to hear from you with our audience questions that's right we got four questions always two from not patreon sources just general social media and two from patrons from our patreon so first up from uh twitter i believe or uh facebook i don't remember and i apologize (laughs) richard l young asks will george lucas direct an episode of the live action star wars show Mm. No, no. No. <laughs> no, I think he's so done. Yeah.
1: Now, if Faloney has it, I wouldn't be surprised if George visits the set and drops some knowledge. Yep. Yeah,
2: for yep. sure. And yeah. just shares opinions. But yeah, I think George is happy to be out. I think he's yeah. he's an all in guy, you know? Yeah. If George was playing Battlefront 2, he would buy the loot crates. Yes, <laughs> he's he would. all in. Can't all right. stop himself once I he's in.
1: Uh, but the loot crates uh, <laughs> make it uh, better. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, here in a is dancing. Uh,
0: well, not what I expected. <laughs> uh.
2: Yeah, so I think as, as awesome as it would be, I think the general consensus is that even that George Lucas would not want but, to do it.
0: Yeah. But
1: if he did, Jennifer,
2: it'd be oh,
0: cool. It'd be amazing. Can you imagine how weird and wild it yeah. would be? I think <laughs> yeah. it'd be so awesome. But yeah, I think he's done. And he, if otherwise you want to have complete control.
2: Yeah. 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 And just doing one episode. Yeah. Because directing is not a thing of the you invite George Lucas. Hey, do you you can't really contribute anything terribly creative, but you want to come and talk to the actors. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> I, think,
2: I think Mr. Lucas is on record about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our next question comes from Rob Clark on Facebook. If there was ever to be a protagonist that wasn't human, what species would be the best fit?
1: Yeah, and it just I've heard that, I've heard a lot of people going, "Hey, why why aren't there aliens at the front of this?" You know, yeah. and for for a movie, you know, it doesn't make sense. You want to market around some big stars. I, I, I get that, but the secondary characters can be the CGIs and all those things. But I think uh, if we are to do it, I, I think it has to be something we're so familiar with. And I think, uh, uh you know, Ahsoka is a Torguda. Tor a Targuta, Targuta, hmm so bad with species, um, and then uh, you know the the, the Twi'lek, yep. yeah, yeah.
2: That would that would be the one.
0: Yeah, that's mine. The the and I always I never know the correct pronunciation. Twilik?
2: Nobody does it's Twi'lek or Twi'lek. it. Yeah. Twilik or Twilight. Twilik
0: or Twilik? Twilik. Because we know so many of them. Here. Yeah. Bib. Uh yeah.
2: Beezer. Uh,
0: Beezer. <laughs> Beezer.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a hell of a yeah. Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Whole family's here. Yeah, Oula, yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh yeah. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ryloth, we know their planet. Yeah. yeah. So there's a Orn Freeta, yeah. Yeah. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, there's been a lot. The corpulent Jam, Twilight Zone. More genre. than we know. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- that'd be the way to do it. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, you you wouldn't necessarily hide the actor's face. That's the old, old Gene Roddenberry <laughs> Star Trek thing. The, the aliens had to have... You know, eyes, ears look like humans. You know, he didn't want to. he mm. wanted that.
2: Thing, yeah. So I think Twilight is the most logical if they're going to do it. But my other pick would be a oh. Uh which is what oh, the action figure prune face later, <laughs> uh, Ori Marco uh, and the then uh, the pass the, Obit. Yes, in the book is a Drosilian. Yes. Yeah. And they're just wrinkly, right. scarred prune faces. Prune faces. Yeah, Come on, yeah. prune prune face them, let them live large. <laughs> let them get in front. <laughs> Star Wars <laughs> film starring <Prune> Face. <laughs>
0: That'll bring him. <them.
2: laughs> <laughs> I'd go 37 times. Uh, next question is from a patron on Patreon, Dylan Cicero. Uh, Cicero, do you think with the amount of canon material we have gotten surrounding the planning and building of the first Death Star, will we ever get similar material about the second Death Star or even the construction of Starkiller Base?
0: Mhm. Mm. Interesting. That's good. Yeah. If there's ever, I mean, I'd love to see it. if there's ever, ever anything with the Bothans, we yeah. might get that. Mm-hmm. If uh, but I'd say that the Star Killer base might be more likely. Yeah. I think
1: yeah, what do you think, Ken? I I think if in terms of the second Death Star, you're definitely not going not to get a Rogue Two, as the joke was. <laughs> uh, but I think you're going to have to get something. You're going to have to answer for those that Bothan thing. Like, <laughs> everyone to wants to know, like, yeah. you know. And uh, there's definitely um, there's early on some early on stuff in uh, the Battlefront Two campaign mode that's prior to the Battle of Endor that's interesting. You know, it's nothing giant earth shattering has nothing to do with there's no bothans running around to be clear but it, it, it made me think about those moments before we don't have a lot between empire and jedi we don't i think by design i think lucasfilm will get to that point right. um so i think if if the marvel comic line runs up to that far uh we'll, we'll start seeing things like that i think you're also already starting to see stuff with the the kyber crystals and them still having that kind of stuff and, and we might find out that the death star was already, the second death star was already in production like mm-hmm. you know yeah that, 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 but they they mastered it and that's why it only took 3 years you know Yeah
2: yeah, I think it's a big yes on Starkiller Base. I think uh, they're going to really start building up around the whole sequel era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, they're starting with, you know, many, many different things. I think uh, somebody had pointed out that a couple different writers, I believe, mm-hmm. both a novelist and a comic book writer, had been shot down from using the Bothans by Lucasfilm. Yes, yes. Which means I think they are going to do something. And my guess is is comic books, that they want yeah. to leave something uh, uh, juicy to tell there. Yeah. So I think that uh, we're going to get a lot of Bothan actions and and if you really want to see it you can watch season 2 of the freemaker adventures which <laughs> right. one of the driving plots is Vader's trying to find more kyber crystals cuz right. they got to you know mil- build, build another death star real quick. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um and as far as Starkiller base I I hope so and I hope it's revealed to be Ilum. Yeah. Though that would be somewhat of a wasted opportunity to be like it's Ilum oh it's gone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But then we have to remember in the first film of Star Wars ever Obi-Wan Kenobi dies. Yes. That's true. We can always get more. We can more. always go back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this last one is a longer. And it is a longer version of a condensed theory mm. uh, because our patron David Osmo uh, is not messing around. He's got a long theory on Ray, and it's a good follow up on our last episode where we talked about uh, some theories of Ray. Uh, here's what David says: Daisy Ridley really says she's known for years whose Ray's parents are contradicting the Ray's parents are no one important theory. Han and Leia being her parents is the most obvious solution, says David. But that doesn't mean it's wrong, especially if it wasn't meant to be a mystery before JJ came on board. If Han and Leia are her parents. Nothing says they were the ones who left Ray on Jakku. She could have been abducted and presumed dead, and the abductors left her there, perhaps even with altruistic motives from a certain point of view to hide her from Snoke, Amulene Holdo, or... Loris and Tekka are possible suspects. So a, a kind of a big kin- mm. theory that David connected from uh, both stuff that's uh, in canon and things that the actors and creators have said. Mm. Uh, but it, I, I think uh, we can certainly comment on this specific theory. But also, I think a, a good thing that was brought up that we didn't really talk a lot about on our episode last week is the ray theory of a kidnapping or mm. presumed dead theory, which I think is more friendly to her being a Skywalker or a Solo Organa.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely an interesting thought, David. Uh, I, I don't think it's the case. I think you would have had to have dealt with it sooner if, she was, if, if, if Han and Leia knew they had a kid that was abducted. Uh, I think you would have had to deal with it in Force Awakens, uh, not Han's sideways glance as they fly to Maz's castle is not enough for me. Right. Uh, as far as Luke, maybe, you know, I am not ruling out Luke's daughter. I'm not. I think it, that that percentage is falling rapidly. Yeah, each TV spot is changing that. <laughs> but but maybe there is some kind of revelation. Maybe he's he, maybe he has his "I am your father" moment. You know, and yeah. so and maybe that's because crap, you were taken. You know, yeah, Snoke took you.
2: Yeah, I still, yeah, I, I think David very well uh, put together a uh, theory. There's some great gumshoe work to connect lots of uh, yeah. uh, different ideas. And I know a lot of people are still really thinking that she is uh, a child of Han and Leia. Mm-hmm. I still lean towards Kenobi. I think there is a possibility of Skywalker. And I think uh, the the most intriguing part of this to me is bringing up the idea of being kidnapped or abducted or believed dead. Yeah. And that would be a way to explain why our heroes, be it Luke, Han, or Leia, mm-hmm. were not really there for his kid right. yeah so i think that's interesting what yeah. do you think jennifer
0: yeah i love the kidnapping abduction story i think it makes a lot of sense the only problem would be if her parents are han and leia because i would imagine that leia would have had some sort of reaction or feeling when she met ray in the force awakens and we didn't get that big moment like that that i would have expected but could she be a kenobi could she be luke's daughter maybe that was kidnapped i love that that's great mm.
2: Awesome. We're well, going to find out. We'll find out So out soon, soon, probably yeah. in a commercial tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, those are the questions this week. Thank you, everyone, for sending them in. Sorry, I'm just thinking of a commercial this December. Hey, uh, I'm your dad. Cool. Check out it's The like Last Jedi. And KFC commercial with yet another person playing the colonel, and then it just starts with, I am not your father, Ray. I am not your father. Yeah, good be.
1: Well, that is it for this week's episode of Four Center. Thank you guys so much for contributing with your questions and listening. Let us know what you think about Rebels and all the news. So much is out there. If you're watching and listening with one ear closed and one eye closed, we understand <laughs> we're almost to the finish line you can find force center on twitter at Four center pod our facebook page is Four center podcast merch is available at tpublic.com slash user slash force center we have a new ewok shirt check it out we can uh, be found on podomatic apple Podcasts, google play stitcher and tune in a lot of options
2: Yeah, and of course we have our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash Center, and we're really really excited. We have had a new goal that we posted just a couple weeks ago at $700 a month we are going to record an audio commentary of one of the Star Wars movies that will be available to our patrons and we're going to have you guys vote on what movie we should uh, do the audio commentary for first. So if you are at all interested in helping us out, helping us keep uh, more shows coming, please go check that out, read about it, give it some thought. We're, we're happy to have like a $2 a month is really what we're looking for. It makes us very happy when we see just uh, as many people as possible. Not the huge amount of money but the huge number of supporters and fans. So go check that out if you are at all interested.
1: Absolutely. And your support goes a long way to not just uh, you know keeping this afloat but growing this. Uh, we like to look at Patreon as a big CEO conference call and uh, <laughs> your support has uh, helped us get a new theme song. We want more of that. And uh, also so our, our, um, our, our hosting services is uh, being able to grow. We have a, a bigger plan, so that means we can do more things and help promote. So that's why Patreon's there. It's not just to uh, give me change for laundry. It is to <laughs> build this brand, and you guys are contributing, and we love it so much. So that is it. Uh, but before we do, we want to check out Jennifer Landon, You're probably building some great Star Wars costume and you're gonna uh, show it on YouTube channel where can people find that
0: that's right you can find me on all the social media sites at Jennifer Landa I do have something building currently and stay tuned for that
1: joseph
2: scrimshaw you can find me on twitter and instagram is at joseph scrimshaw and you can uh, check out either those social media sites or my uh, website josephscrimshaw.com. check out the live shows page i got a bunch of shows coming up that i'll be posting about soon i'll be doing a new year show here in los angeles uh, my other podcast obsessed is going to be at the san francisco Sketchfest in january i'm going to be doing a show in minnesota soon uh, in the later half of december so all sorts of stuff coming up check that out on my website Absolutely. You can
1: find me at Ken Napsuck. I have the show Daily Thrones on Anchor. Check that out. It's also a daily podcast and my Napsack Files podcast is available for you as well. That is it for this time. So for the Crystal Foxes, because that's easier to say, we'll see you next time.